What's up, everybody? Welcome to the machine room. We have some technical difficulties, but thank you for being patient and waiting in the chat room and everybody getting talking. I do thank you for that. Uh, Nas has some computer issues, but he's here. He's on his phone, not his computer. So yep, he's here regardless because that's that's how we do shit. That's I, I, I tried my best to make it rain, sleet, or snow. I will be in the machine room because it's nice and comfy and warm in the it machine is. room. And I vacuumed in the machine room. Exactly. We keep yeah. the machine room clean. We don't like we dirty. Do. We don't like dirty machine room. Get all those little machine scraps and little wood splinters and yeah. Yes. All that shit. And it's freaking crazy. This... So excited all day for this, right? I'm like, all right, it's going to be a long day. I'm going to do this. Let's go. Then they're like, oh, the, um, the, uh, the play is coming late. I'm like, crap, all right. Still got this, whatever. Pushes out. I'm like, all right, cool. I just got to race home. So to listen, okay, if you need to get somewhere real fast, Mm-hmm. I highly recommend you play something that'll get you in the mood, right? Death metal. And okay, for you it'll be death metal, yes. which is fine. Yes, I could see that too. For me, it's the Back to the Future theme. <laughs> so I just played that while I'm on the expressway. I'm like, I even start saying like, all right, let's see if you fastest can do 80 and I start going faster and I'm cutting like it felt like a movie it felt like a straight up movie you know like in the movies you see the traffic and you're like how is there so much gap in between the cars that's unrealistic it's always major traffic you know I take it back it happens because it happened to me there was just space in between the cars and I was just like zigzagging all the way there which I want to say, don't be speeding because it's very bad. <laughs> so, you know, but it, you're a grown up, so you have your own freaking. Yeah, exactly. You can do what you want. But, um, yeah, so I make it, I make it 30 minutes before the show starts. I tell Rachel, I'm like, I'm here. I'm ready. Let's do this. That's not what you said. Uh, somewhere along the line. <laughs> don't call me out. So, get the computer, and I'm trying to start up the program, the Skype, and it's all not starting. And I'm like, all right, then uh, let's restart this bad boy. And that's when my computer decides, oh, no, forget it. How about we just update all day? It's only at 7%. Last time it was at 4 That was, like, forever ago. 7 I don't remember it being Fucking this freaking. seven. So... <laughs> Thank God to the technology and the That's ability, to, yeah, to, to do this through the phone. And I'm here. That's we that's here. the story. That's the story. I made it to machine rooms, regardless. Late as fuck, but we here. So I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. This is all my fault. You know. What can I say? You know what? It's not even my fault. It's the freaking job's fault. I blame the job. On your computer? No, my job for <laughs> keeping it for so late. If I was home by like seven o'clock, this would have been resolved. 
Didn't you go in like stupid early this morning too? I went in stupid early this morning. I went in stupid early yesterday. So I spent two days back to back there all day. That's too much airport. I have to I have to pay rent in the machine room somehow, you know. We do. So that's 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 what's happening. But um thank you to the people here on this Wednesday night, our new night, you know, we're trying this out. And um thank Rachel for being so patient and uh and dealing with my bullshit. I deal with your bullshit every day, I'm used to it. <laughs> For years now. Everybody's like, who's oh. this bitch? I've been like, I've been dealing with him for years. <laughs> I don't even know. They don't. They don't. You're like, but... I like that, but I don't like that color. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that font. That... I'm like, fuck. <laughs> That's an actual representation of me. <laughs> That's how you sound in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I sound over here. Less like an old 1920s freaking mobster. Yeah. Fine, it's good, but yeah. Why was that a thing? Who actually talked like that? That's like a false representation of early 1900s, but whatever. That's what we're all mobsters. Italian later westerns don't sound like that. They just sound like. Shitty Americans. <laughs> <laughs> There's a weird time gap in between there where people started talking stupid. <laughs> Shane? A weird time gap. I think people are still talking stupid. It, yeah, regardless. That's everywhere. Someone's yeah. going to talk stupid. <laughs> oh, there you go. Now I get to see what the hell this look like. Do you need a tripod? Uh, my arm is a tripod right now. That's what she said. Ha <laughs> So yeah, what's been good? What do we have any? I know last time you had topics like crazy. I did I too, do. but they're on this phone, so I can't see. <laughs> I, I I have five. So it's really depending if we want to go serious first or save serious for last. Ooh, 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 ooh. Let's 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 save it for last, you know. Okay. I let's figured it's last. Yeah, yeah. So I finally saw Endgame after first oh. because um kind of been working part time, so I have a lot more free time to catch up on things and I also watch Brightburn. Mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I so want to talk about. So, fair warning, this is going to be a spoilers episode. So, spoiler warning right now. This, this is, is now, this is the spoiler, spoiler room. Warning. So, if you fucking get mad at me, I said spoiler warning. So, if you haven't seen Endgame or Brightburn or even Godzilla, because we might talk about that too. Mm-hmm. Stop mm-hmm. I'm and watch this later. <laughs> Did you watch so the Godzilla, spoiler room? I I watched Godzilla. Okay, good. So we can talk about that. Spoiler room, yes. I heard, yes. I heard your echo. <laughs> yeah, I was making sure I came out. So uh, there That's you go. Cool. So I was 
It was interesting mm-hmm. the way they ended Endgame with yeah. um, Steve Rogers getting being old. I thought that was a nice touch. Um, it's kind of different approach. Um, I like that he handed over his shield to Falcon. Mm-hmm. Um, I already knew about Iron Man dying. That got spoiled for me, of course. Like crazy. And, mm-hmm. and also the Spider-Man movie trailer ruined it. But it was sad. And the way he went out was like a boss. Like he totally saved the day and was a badass and got to wear an Iron Man Infinity Gauntlet, which was badass. I mean, that's how you go out. That's how yeah. I want to go out. That's how we all want to go out. <laughs> when, when um, we the whole old man thing that just I just keep thinking about it. It's just, it's not, I don't know. I just, I don't have a problem with it. It's just different. It's not people, what I would have done, but I get people it. Had a, people had a problem with it because they were like, Captain America would not just sit on the sidelines and go have his own life. But for yeah. throughout the whole MCU series, he always deep down wanted that. And, yeah, exactly. And Tony would tell him, like, you know, you need to chill and get a life and this and that. So technically, both of them flipped. Yeah. So Tony finally made that sacrifice, went, went beyond what he would have done and Tony I mean and and um what the hell's his name? Steve Rogers went ahead and had a life, you know? I mean he was basically done. They did everything and his best friend, one of his best friends, just, you know, sacrificed his life for everybody. And yeah, he deserved I mean, it. He did and it was a good thing for him. You know, he got he went back to his girl and and all that and had this life with her and met up at that point where he fucking went back in time and all that. It was cool. It was just like Steve Rogers in the comic I don't think would have done that. He would have been Captain America until he died. You know, well, I think he the, did. I think there was a point where they made like a fake town and, and he lived there and grew old or something. I don't know, something along the lines that I read around time that the, uh, what was it called, the Empire or something, the Secret Empire or some shit, the one where he was Hydra. Oh, okay. They, no, I didn't know. They give, you the, they give you the backstory that there was this town that was created because of the Tesseract, and the Tesseract was made into some kind of girl, so she was able to manipulate reality. That's right. I didn't know about that. Yeah, so thus the whole secret empire happened and blah, blah, blah. So I don't think it's so far off. Um, and people get confused with the, I un, well, From what I understood from the conversation that the ancient one had with the Hulk, if you take out an Infinity Stone, you affect the timeline right, right there. If it you affects. put them all back, it's back to normal. Right. So he went and put them all back and thus was in the fixed timeline that affects his own future but everything plays out the way it does so he has no reason to do anything because it could just alter the future 
and he lived in secret in the back with Peggy. And then throughout the movies, Peggy never talks about who the husband is. You never see the picture. And there's this thing that even shows that there's some old man carrying the casket along with Steve Rogers at her funeral saying that that's Steve Rogers himself, you know, living in the sidelines. It, but it was always confusing because the writers will say like, okay, this is how it goes. And I believe the writers because they're the ones who wrote it, damn it. But then the Russos are like, no, this is how it goes. And I'm like, okay, you guys need to get on the same page of what the fuck is going on in the backgrounds. If not, then you should have put it on the screen exactly right. what the hell went on in the background. But that's what I'm getting is that he went back, fixed it all up, and just lived the life side by side to what was going on. And he didn't intervene because there's no reason to intervene. You needed to let everything play out the way it did. Yeah, but I mean, my whole thing with what he did was, you know, they had all of these things happen, you know, where they had to team up to be the Avengers, these huge tasks and, you know, problems that arose that they had to band together to, you know, solve these problems. And... You know, Thor being the worst one, of course, but who is he <laughs> to know that something wouldn't happen after that? You know, so it was kind of like, well, this is what I assume nothing's going to happen after that. I might as well get, go get old because we're never going to band together again because one of us died. It's just, it seems like, I don't know. Like, he threw in the towel too early, and something else could have happened where they would have needed him, and now he's he was in a different timeline. I mean, he made it back. He's just older. He passed it along, so he trusted in someone else to do it. Yeah. But, you know, Falcon doesn't have the same abilities as him. He doesn't have the, the super soldier gene and all that shit. He so does he's not. not. He's not going to be the same use. I mean, the Falcon's a great character, and he can fly, and he's a badass. But he's not a super soldier. He's not. I think. You know, it's, he's not like I think a it falls, No, it doesn't. I. I it it should have been Bucky, but in the comic, yeah, technically was, both yeah. of them. Technically both, both of them, of them did but come Captain Planet at one point, but it should have yep. been Bucky. They both become Captain Planet at one Uh, point. Captain Planet, Captain America. I love Captain Planet. But (laughs) he's our hero. I thought it was going to be Bucky. I was like, when they did the whole Winter Soldier and then they they showed that Bucky didn't die, I was like, they're going to make him Captain America. This is going to be badass, just like in the comic. And then he didn't do it. I was like, this. It's just little things like that. It was one or the other. It was going to be 50 50, but still, it was like, it should have been Bucky. Could still be one day. Don't know. We'll see the show and see how that plays out. I guess. Mm. I guess it's all about passing the torch right now. That's why Iron Man did it to Spider-Man, which probably won't even be there anymore. And, you know, everybody else. We we talked about last episode. Yeah, yeah. Man, I wish I was part of that. I wish I was part of that. There's still stuff to talk about. There's... There's the petition that Spider-Man should be part of the MCU, and it's like thousands of people have already filled it out, and they're really standing up for Spider-Man, which is really cool. Like, there was even a thing in the news where 
they were talking about it and there's people with like, you know, petition signs and stuff, you know, to do right by him. You know, it's really shitty what Sony did, you know, as a power play. You know, they only let Marvel use that character just so they could, you know, get out of, you know, almost filing for bankruptcy. And now they're making shit tons of money because of these movies. And now they're just going to fucking pull that character away. They believe that they won't need the MCU to continue the character. And perhaps they don't. They did well with Venom, but it helps a lot. And Disney also, they both have a fault because Disney also wanted more in the take they can't come to a common ground, but I don't know. Like in the end, it hurts us because we wanted to yeah. see more of this universe come together, and we don't want nothing to be thrown out of out of it. You know, I I wanted to see stuff that happened in the comics, like Spider Man and Daredevil, or Spider Man and the Punisher. You know that or kind Spider-Man of Spider Man and Deadpool. <laughs> yes, especially that. And, yeah. you know, we're just not going to get any of that shit. And they, um, they even talked to Ryan, what's Ned's Deadpool? Um, uh, Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. He wanted to do a Deadpool and Spider-Man. And now he's like, I guess we're not going to do it now. <laughs> so it's it's really shitty that you're right. The, the, the main one group of whomever that's affected by this is the fans because we're not going to get to see any of that kind of shit that was in the comics no it was amazing that it even happened and we got five films with spider-man inside the mcu but we want more especially how far from home ended ah i don't know it's it's maybe there'll be hope and something happens i mean People got, um, what's his name, back into the MCU to direct uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, James Gunn, James you know? Gunn, yeah. So that happened, and and he's all freaking directing Suicide Squad too. so anything's possible. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm excited about the Suicide Squad too because he's behind it as well. Like, what little touch is he going to get to it? And despite what people say, I love Suicide Squad, especially the director's oh. cut. It's so great. It's so fun. You know, especially for people like me that usually root for the villains anyway. It's such a fucking great movie. And there's been so many things that I've seen on YouTube where they say, well, it's not a movie. It's it's more of an episode of a series. And that's why people don't like it, because it's not like an official movie. It spends mm-hmm. a lot of it, you know, telling everybody's backstory and stuff like that. And then, you know, it just kind of like jumps into a third act. It's like, well, yeah, but... The whole point of all of those movies was to be like an episode and part of a big series. That was the whole plan that Zack Snyder had that we're not going to get to see either. Because all of his movies see... were just episodes of something bigger. Did you see, speaking of Zack Snyder, did you see that the creator of Deadpool, Rob Leefield, I think, or something like that? Yeah. Something like that. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm torturing his name. But he is strongly... Like especially on Twitter, strongly petitioning for the Zack Snyder cut. We have this have man, this man who created Deadpool 
and I'm sure he worked on DC as well and stuff like that. But he is out there like, I want this Zack Snyder cut. And he said that he is not going to stop until this Zack Snyder cut gets released. That's one of those things like I I have to see before I die. Like, and the other was Bad Boys 3. And now we're actually going to get that. <laughs> yeah. So, you hype? I've, I feel hopeful because now we have Bad Boys 3. I'm like, okay, well, now we have to get the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. And I just to shut up people that, that shit on that movie so hard. They need to fix the mustache thing. They need to put yes. all the story points in there that were supposed to be in there. Mm-hmm. And I'll be happy. I'm, and, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, let's, let's cut out all the shit of Batman trying to be funny because it doesn't work. I'm surprised that you, uh, you bad boys fan. I want to know more about this. <laughs> I loved all those movies. I mean, yeah, two, there's two movies, but they're so great. Like, they're so fun to watch, and they cause so much destruction. And trying to do the right thing, it's it's they're like great comedies, but they're also great action movies. They are. Two was long as hell. But yeah, it was, two is super long. Like as soon as you think it's over, they're like, "No, now we're going to Cuba." You're like, "God damn!" <laughs> I saw the trailer this morning, and I'm, I'm, I'm hyped. I, I was hyped from the moment they said like Bad Boys Three being made. I'm like, "Cool, let's do this." You know what I was mostly hyped about was the fact that Joe Patignoni was in it. Yes, I probably I saw heard him his name. It was like, thank God, like you have to have him in that. Where has he been? Where has he been? Um, I don't know. It's a good question. I haven't seen him in shit in years. Exactly. This guy doesn't do anything. Like, he betrayed Neo and then did Daredevil. And that's all I know. And Bad Boys. Yeah. He probably does a little. A lot of those people do TV now because TV is where you make money because it's a regular job. Yeah, Netflix. Netflix and Hulu and Amazon. Amazon is really, really, really bringing in the contents lately. You know what's so. funny? I, I know that I work for Amazon. Is that their film department is a department that you can transfer to? So like, they're asking me. I got I got promoted, and they're asking me like, "Yeah, what do you want to do? You know, do you want to work up to?" be a supervisor or a manager or something like that. I was like, no, I want to go over and make movies and TV shows. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, you can do that too. Oh, snap. Look at you. Oh, we like Kaiju. We've been live for like the last, what? 20 minutes. I don't know. 20 minutes, dog. Welcome to the machine room. It's good to have you. <laughs> We're so lonely. Yes. So lonely. I can't see how many people's in there so I can just see the chat and all that stuff. I can see the chat too. It wasn't working at first. You know, the machine room sometimes the key doesn't fit and you can't open the door but eventually if we hear you we let you in, you know. You just got you those, yes. the sliding key card things like the, air, the hotel uh, and you have to yes. get your shit rekeyed and then swipe it. Yeah. Why don't we have those? Why can't that be like a house thing? You can not just a hotel thing. Really? Yeah, you can get those. You can get ones that you can use your phone. They work on like NFC and you just touch your phone to the door and it unlocks. 
What? Okay, um... Thumb scanners. There's one that have the buttons that you can be able to... That's what I'm talking about. Yes! (laughs) I want to put my hand on it and be like, and let me in. And it's got to open like Star Trek doors, like... Like that. Yes. Fuck, and and it's got to be a decontamination room before you enter into my actual house. (laughs) You have to take your shoes and socks off and wash your feet because you stink. Yes. I don't want so nobody bringing germs. Yes. For, Febreze your pants. <laughs> it's just a room that shoots you with Febreze. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you smoke. You just like they just fucking give you a whole Febreze bath. It just showers you in Febreze. Yeah, man. Rule number one, do not smoke in the machine room and do not bring in the smoke either. You know how much flammable shit we have in the machine room? So Burn much flammable. Fuck up. I don't need that. I don't get I don't get why people smoke. I just don't get it. I don't I can I can say as a former smoker, it feels good when you're doing it. But then the addictive part is like when you're smoking for no reason and you're just like, why am I doing this? And you just can't stop. And then you're like what they call nicking is when you're like fidgeting and fucking like freaking out. If you don't have one, that's the worst part. But um, it's weird because like your, your sense of smell goes away. So they don't smell how bad they smell. Mm-hmm. And you can try to tell them, and they're like, no, I don't. You stink. I'm like, no, dude, you stink. And now it's been like, it's been almost 10 years since I've had a cigarette. And Good. I go past people like that. I'm like, dude, you stink. Good. <laughs> you need Febreze baths. What's Big that shout out. Night? Big shout out and congratulations to Rachel for being 10 years smoking free. And that's that's an achievement. Let me tell you. Okay, My mom was always smoking. My father, too. Since I was growing up, I never liked it. Um, and one day I brought a book when I worked at my other job. I brought a book, and it was a book about how he stopped smoking in the process or whatever, stuff like that. I gave it to her, and she read it, and the book actually had her stop smoking. And ever since then, she's just been smoke-free. So now she even goes like, oof, I don't like the, the smell of it and stuff. The, the, just anything. Her sister smoke, smokes like crazy, so she just hates it. She despises it and stuff like that. So there's things. There's the will. There's the way. Whatever it takes. But I highly recommend people to stop smoking 100%. It's just awful and it's stupid. You know what I hate? I don't like seeing a woman smoke. I think it's very unsexy. It's I not agree. cool. Also, it seems very retro and not in a good way. It's one of those things like white, you know, after Labor Day. It's like, why are you doing that? It's it's very faux pas. <laughs> like to see people like in 2019 smoking cigarettes. I'm like, you still do that? Like people are still doing that? Like... I don't know. It just seems very old-fashioned. Vaping is the new thing. Everybody's vaping. I don't get that either. It just—it stinks too. Because my mom vapes, and and, it just makes everything stink. And they're not even vaping like nicotine. They're vaping freaking weed now. 
That's oh, what's well, going. That's, that's different. That's a whole yeah. other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I got weed. Um, weed. Weed. Um, vaping, vaping weed is different. Cause it's like usually like a concentrate or um, the vaping thing, like a G pen, it actually bakes the the weed, and so you're actually getting vapor, like real vapor. Mm-hmm. It's not just like pussy juice or whatever they have in vape. I don't know what it is. Um, so yeah, you're actually smoking like real weed. It's not just like a bunch of shit and then they put nicotine in it. Like, no, it's it's good and it's it's a lot better than you know burning something. Can we go back to what pussy juice vaping is? I'm <laughs> um, trying to quote um, South Park when they were calling them like pussy pens and pussy sticks and shit like that. Like, I was just trying to think of that quote and it just came out pussy juice. Get get your pussy juice vape only here <laughs> in the machine room. That's the only place that sells them. And they're uh, limited, ladies and gentlemen. You got to really, really, first come, first serve, pussy juice vapes. That just reminded me of, of Bill Hicks. And he used to tell a dirty joke. He'd go, I am available for children's uh, parties, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, what's he talking about? Pussy Nothing, juice. honey. Eat your cake. Eat, good, eat your cake. <laughs> How do how did we get to pussy juice? What the hell were we talking about? Um, vaping and smoking and then weed. Weed. We could talk about weed all day, but we shouldn't. Okay. We should talk about <laughs> we were talking oh, about. Oh right. So we were Gun talking about brothers and. Yeah. So end game over there, James Gunn. Oh, that's a good transition. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's, I, that's a good transition. I mean, it's way late. Before, and then I don't know. I don't know what went wrong with smoking. That's, that's the, that's the problem with us. Like, we literally, like, the machine room, ladies and gentlemen, was literally built not just from that fucking one night and playing World War Z, but the fact that when we talk, we just go on a oh, God. Hours. It just goes on. I could be like, all right, look, I got to go to bed now, blah, blah, blah. It's like, all right, good, good night. And then next you know, it's like another fucking hour of us just discussing. Yeah, two hours later. Um, that when we first started like talking and hanging out, the first night was on Xbox Live on uh, Red Dead Redemption, and we—I don't even remember playing the game. I just remember sitting there and talking, and we were waiting for more people that never came, and we just kept talking and talking and talking, and then it was like, well, shit, I don't talk to anybody like this because there's never any like back and forth like this with most people. Most people just kind of wait for their turn to speak or they have loaded questions. They'll ask a question because they want to answer it kind of thing. But we actually riff off of each other. And that's what established the show because we had that. And it was like we could fill four hours easily just bullshitting. And so it was really easy kind of common sense thing to start a podcast like this. Yes. And then... We thought it would be great to have it a live show, live show because we want the people to be a part of the conversation too and riff off of us. So everybody who's in the chat room, please be a part of this conversation, man. You guys are free to jump in whenever you want and discuss whatever you want. 
And now we're going to go and discuss Brightburn because we were talking about Endgame and we were talking about how there was the Snyder Cut, James Gunn, and now let's Brightburn. go to Brightburn. <laughs> yes. I love it. I, I really love it because as a horror movie fan and as a comic book fan, it's both. It really has the the aspects of, you know, of course the 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 backstory of Superman, but it's like Superman gone bad. But it it's not just like for a dumb reason. Like I didn't think so, but it has that, and then like all the gory aspects of of a really good horror movie. Like the gore in that movie was so good; it gave me like um like phantom pain. From just looking at it, you know, it's like that's horror movie stuff. Mm-hmm. And now I've never seen anything like it. To go back, you should watch the new Hellboy because they do some crazy horror shit. To go back to the um, how he how he turned. You say that he turned, and it wasn't just like out of nowhere. I watched the movie twice. Now, the first time I watched it, and I was really hyped to see this because, you know, I love Superman, and I thought the concept, okay, this is like a Superman story, but gone a totally different direction. Uh, The kid is gone evil, so I was expecting, like, all right, this kid is, you know, being bullied like crazy, or kids are treating him like crap, and his parents are trying to love him, but... Like, maybe the mother's loving him and the father's treating him like crap. Like, something drove him to the dark side, you know, kind of shit. And then I see the movie, and, you know, of course, if you guys weren't here earlier, we said so. There's going to be spoiler room. Spoiler alert. I'm very sorry. I usually don't like to do this, but to to have this conversation, we got to go ahead and dig deep. (laughs) The kid who was called, what was he called? Brandon? Bayer? Brandon. Right? Brendan. Brenton. No? No, it's Brandon. Brandon Breyer, right? Breyer, yeah. So the kid Brandon, he Who's hits a certain the the actors, the kid that played Brandon, his last name is Dunn. So that's one up for me. Hey you're gonna go crazy and kill people now. <laughs> <laughs> Never know. So the kid hits the age of, what is it, 10, I believe? I think he was 12. Well, kid hits the age of 12. Then it went 12 years to 10 years later, so he's 12. Okay. So he hits... He's 13. He is 12, and the shit they have hidden in the barn barn suddenly calls out to him, and he's basically awakened. So the first... a little bit. Yeah, the it, first time it's, around... It's I, a slow burn. It's not just like, oh, hey. no, you're bad. There's a slow burn there. Slow burn to the bright burn. It activates him, and he doesn't really know what's going on. So it yeah. wasn't like overnight he's a shitty person. It was more like overnight he started acknowledging his powers and abilities and that he was different. To be but he, he went very drastic. You know, he did. But know. if you if you were in that situation and you woke up and you realized you could fly and burn shit with your eyeballs and 
you had superhuman strength, you'd be fucking, you know, rock killing people with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Mowers. I don't know if I'll be killing people, but it. I mean, it, the first time around, it just felt off and a little lazy that he just all of a sudden, blam, and I'm powerful and moody and shit like that. But I get it. Kid went through puberty, and when you go through puberty, you get like that. Right. But he grew up in a loving family, like super loving family. Mm-hmm. So everything was straight Superman, Clark Kent kind of shit. You know, he had a loving family. And then all of a sudden to just flip it and start killing him for it because he didn't have his way. I don't know. Like, and then the second time watching it and then watching it with, then watching it with some coworkers, it was like, it's just the, the instinct or the natural instinct or whatever of his design to be sent to that planet just kicked in. Kind of like you go to Dragon Ball, which takes the story of Superman as well. Goku sent to Earth and he doesn't know anything, but his natural sane instinct with the tail, once the moon comes out, gorilla destroy everything in his path, you know? So I guess in this sense, the kid was the same way. It's like that natural thing in him. And, you know, when he starts saying like, take the world, take the world, which I love that scene because his eyes start to straight into your face and shit like that. So I, I, I get it. I get it. So I can accept that. I just have that little, 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 I just had this whole vision of how it would have flipped out and I wanted it to be like really character driven, you know, and it sort of was. Um, yeah. But it's but the it was- ending that really hyped me up and I want to see more because of it. Yes, it ended exactly how, as the movie was progressing, I was like, I could see where this could go if they don't do some stupid horror movie shit and, like, kill him off. Because they did the whole thing. They found out that the ship hurts him. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing that hurts him because it's from his home world, kind of like Kryptonite. And I was like, you're going to find a way to, like, crush him or something with that. And nope. <laughs> he, fucked, he fucked everything up. There's all these, like, sightings of him on the internet and conspiracy theorists, like... Oh, he's gonna end the world, and he's fucking all this stuff. It, it was like that's perfect. That was exactly how I imagined it in my brain. Um, but it, the whole thing of nature versus nurture, which is you know a great topic because you know you could nurture a kid so much, but genetically, if they were their parents were a piece of shit, you know they could still grow up to be a piece of shit. Um. Granted, the ship had a lot to do with it because the ship kind of woke him up, activated him, was like, this is what you're here to do. You're supposed to take over the planet. You know, so that was there too. So you you could see both sides of it. He was a very nice, well-mannered kid. And then basically he got his, he started acknowledging his powers and abilities and what he could. And it activated not only what he was supposed to do, but his ego. And his mm-hmm. ego was the one that was like, I'm better than you. You're of a different species. I'm special. And he even says that. He says, I'm special. And for him to acknowledge that means that he was his IQ and his, his ego were really fueling him too. It wasn't just what the ship was doing. So basically he was just becoming a little... 
punk ass kid that needed a good whooping, but he couldn't get a whooping, so that was the problem. So instead, he fucked up Rita Repulsa and Jason's mom from Power Rangers. I mean, Jason's father from Power Rangers. He's sure fucking dead. And he shot him in the back of the head, and he just like felt it and then turned around like motherfucker did you just shoot me and then his dad's like oh shit oh shit trying to load the gun again I love that scene I was like that's exactly how something like that would play out like did you just fucking shoot me it's like the scene from Blade when they shot him in the hospital it's like motherfucker you out of your mind (laughs) somebody needs to take those things and put them together just mix them up but did you see on that uh, on, on at the ending? Sorry, did you see in the ending where they're giving all those clips? The whole other Justice League of horror yes. of horror so villains. There was, there was like six other characters, and I was trying to. It, they're really fast, and I was trying to keep up with them. But the two that stuck out, he was talking about a half fish, half man, mm-hmm. and then there was another one that looked like an alien. Mm-hmm. So I was like. So there's supposed to be like a bad Aquaman and then like a Martian Manhunter kind of thing. And then I couldn't see what the other two were. I wanted to the, watch, go back the and one, watch it, but there was so much going on. The ones that he mentioned was a half man, half fish, which clearly is Aquaman. And then the witch with the rope, which is Wonder Woman. Yes. And then he breaks up the six. And yes, I saw the alien. And then they looked someone who was red. So I'm guessing that had to be the Flash. And there was a question mark. So it literally was like... like, a black one. Five and a question mark. Yeah, and I think that was supposed to be the Batman. Because what I've heard is the evil Batman is supposed to be the next one. Ooh. That's, well, the the evil Batman is might as well just like a fucking Thomas Wayne, yo. Just throw him in there. Bam, there you go. Oh, my God. Thomas Wayne. Kill my Um, kid. You all die. It really also depends on how well that movie did because that's always going to fuel sequels. Mm-hmm. If the movie didn't do well, they're going to be like, yeah, well, let's just abandon the whole thing. But if it does well, then they'll go, okay, well, let's expand on this. You have obviously this whole universe that you want to set up. Let's let's give it a try. So hopefully, I'm pretty sure the theatrical run is over. So we'd really have to see how well it did. And what their profits were. I believe it did well. It it wasn't a really it wasn't a really expensive movie, and it made more than it did. So that already is success. That's kind of the smart thing of making a movie. Like sometimes making it cheap is always a safe bet because it could always you could guarantee it makes more than what it was. You know what it costs to make it, and that's where this that's where the profit comes in. So, and and plus, like an introduction to this new universe that they want to set up, it's very smart to play it out that way because if you if you start off cheap and you can make lots of profits, you can use those profits to go towards the next film. I'm surprised it was made, period, because I would think there would still be like some kind of you know, copyright kind of shit to it, but I guess yeah. not because everything has changed, but the story, like, I don't know, like, oh, this is too close to Superman, but then... Well, look at the the old, um, the lawsuit against Shazam. And the, mm-hmm. the lawsuit was that Shazam 
was basically had stolen everything that that Superman had. And they said, well, yes, but it's a different story. Mm-hmm. He may have still a lot of the same abilities as Superman, but the story was different. And that's what saved Shazam from that lawsuit. Mm-hmm. And also kind of branched him off into being Mr. Marvel or from being Mr. Marvel into Shazam. So they were the, the the lawsuit was Superman suing you know the rights because uh, Mister or Captain Marvel had a lot of the same abilities as him, but they lost because it's a different story. So the story in Brightburn is different than Superman. A lot of it is the same, yeah, but a lot of it's different. So what you're telling me is that we can just go ahead and make our own version of comic book heroes right now. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> make our own Spider-Man, our own Batman, our own X-Men. You can, and that's the great thing about comic books. There were so many characters and stuff that have some of the same ability. I mean, how many characters can fly? How many characters are fast? How many characters are super intelligent? There's lots, but they have different stories. So that's what saves them. They're different characters in general. They have different traits. They do different things. And that was always my favorite being the Max because he was so fucking different. Wasn't the Max just like in some dream world thing? Because I was confused. I tried to read the Max with Batman and I was just like confused in the first couple pages. He... He's more powerful in the subconscious. Mm-hmm. So that's where he gets a lot of his abilities. And in the real life, he still has the suit. He's still stuck in the mask. But people just see him as like a homeless piece of shit. And he's like, I'm not. I can do all these things and I fight evil. And he does. And people never see it because they're so apathetic. People, right? People fuck everything up. Fucking people destroying this world. But that's another topic. <laughs> Oh, we're but, all gonna die. So just have fun yeah. while you're here. Yeah, just that's why we're but in the machine room. Cycle and, yes, you know. definitely. Always look for the symbol and follow it. It's recycle. Yes, but Brightburn, I definitely enjoyed it. I expected it to go a different way. Two viewings, though. I don't hate the movie. I like it, and I. Definitely would love to see more. I want to see more of this world, this universe expanded. I want to see what other things they come up with. And, and it's just a fun movie. It's a fun take on stuff. Now, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a kind of guy that always like want the good guys to win. But it was a nice little touch there. That kid. The thing that was also I want to see in the second time is that you see that the kid is smart as shit because he says. In the classroom, he tells the whole story about the whole wasp and all that stuff, and he knows his shit. So it makes sense that this kid is able to pull all this stuff off and manipulate people and get away with it, you know? Yeah, he was totally like, manipulative. And when he, when he started realizing how to lie and that he can get away with it, he did it more and more. So he mm-hmm. learned really, really fast. Almost like that was also a superpower. Mm-hmm. Because the same with Superman. He's smart as shit, too. Yeah, Superman's smart as shit. I don't think he's like Bruce Wayne smart or Brainiac smart, but I mean, he's he's smart. Mm -hmm. He'll fuck you up. 
in a tough <laughs> game. Superman, you gotta beat Lex Luthor in chess. I got this. You used to have a guy friend that was tried to use his strength to kind of get what he wanted, and I'm like, I'm not scared of you. I'm Lex Luthor and you're Superman. I'll fuck you <laughs> up. <laughs> Give us a Snyder cut. Snyder Sorry. cut. Goes back to that. It all goes back to that. But you, you did watch Godzilla, though. Yes, I was just about to say. I was just about to say. All right. So finally, I freaking watched Godzilla. Which, by the way, I, I do wish I went to see it in theaters because I'm pretty sure all right. that's like fantastic <sighs> and the fucking big screen. I was crying. Uh, I was so happy. I also felt like I should have watched the other ones, the ones beforehand, you know, just to recap and everything like that. But it was a good movie. I was, though, really pissed off at, you know, who becomes, who fucking fought with it. It was, you know, the fucking, once again, this is a spoiler room, so the fucking mother just like, you dumb crazy bitch. The fucking mom was the villain. I was like, no fucking way. Um, like, that was that was like better than an M. Night Shyamalan twist. <laughs> right? It was her all along just wanting to bring these things out to help the world. Some sick fucking... And then, and then the daughter was like going along with it. It was like, come on, girl. You're like, you should have known better from the get-go. But Regardless from that, it was really dope to see all these fucking kaijus just go at it, go crazy. I, I wish those kaiju. Yes, shout out to sixteen bit kaiju. I was thinking in my head, it's like, man, it would be dope that all of a sudden a fucking Jaeger comes out of nowhere from Pacific Rim and yes. just gets in the battle. <laughs> yes. So it it was it was real good. It was it was a long movie too, which is good because you know movies should be long these days to really get the story across. Um, the music. If they're allowed to, if they're allowed to be long, then they get to tell the full story. So yeah. Any movies they get shit on are because they they tell them to cut them down for for time, and then they come out with the director's cut, and everybody comes out and goes, "Oh, I'm sorry, this is so much better than the original." Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> Suicide Squad. <clears throat> but I frog in my throat. Uh, um, where was it going? Godzilla, Kaiju. Oh, what was it going was what I, what I really liked was they were not like be, like beating around the bush. You know, you had the first Godzilla coup, then you had uh, Kong Skull, I- Skull Island, and it kind of hinted. At the little crossover, but this one was just like, nah, nigga, Godzilla, Kong, Skull Island, Skull Island, Godzilla, Skull Island. Like, they were like really like throwing your face, like, look, this is where we're going. We ain't beating around the bush this time. Get ready. And I'm like, yes. Though I heard it was supposed to come out like next year, which I highly doubted. Is it that soon? Because I don't hear anything. I've already seen like shots from it. It looks really good. And got, and uh, King Kong is really old. Oh, he has like a yes. beard and stuff. He should be because I forgot that that other one took place a long time ago. Yeah, in like the seventies. Yeah. So, 
that's good that uh, we don't have to wait forever. And I yeah. want to see this crossover. You know what? We have to thank the MCU because they created this whole trend of people just creating universes in their movies, which never existed before. Really never really exists. I think if you think about it, like Quentin Tarantino might be maybe a little hint or Stephen King, a little hint because they'll have like Stephen King universe is pretty broad. Because the whole Dark Tower thingy, I believe. Yeah, that's... but they always recast everybody, which pisses me off. Yeah. That's true. what really pushes them apart. Is they're like Randall Flagg is always somebody different. Opposed to like the MCU where like Loki is always the same fucking guy. Yeah. They only recasted what, like one person? No, two. Two people. It's Rhodey and the Hulk. But the Hulk was some other like issue, kind of like Spider-Man, where Universal had the rights to make the movie, but yet the MCU are able to use the Hulk in other people's movies, but they can't make That's a Hulk shit, movie. Yeah. It's like, the fuck? Yeah, it's really stupid. He can only do like buddy films. <laughs> so make Spider-Man only do buddy films. I'll be happy with that. True. As long as he's fucking in there. Just... Not like they just disregard him. Like, I saw a meme where they said, where is a scene from the end game, and it's, you know, Hulk hasn't been around. So Bruce Banner just shows up and he's all telling them what's going on. And then Captain America tells him, like, oh, is this guy and an Ant Man? He's like, an Ant Man? He's like, yeah, and a Spider Man. Spider Man? He's like, whoa, no. You mean Night Monkey? <laughs> Who's Spider Man? <laughs> And that's a reference to Far From Home because they can't use Spider-Man now for some reason. It's just... Wow. <sighs> Hashtag Night Monkey. God damn it. It's just like I, like we said earlier, we lose. But it's cool because next year we're going to get this Godzilla vs. Kong Island. Sadly enough, you know, I have to say this, I'm, I didn't watch the Godzilla freaking Japanese movies. I... What? Yeah, I knew all of them. I didn't oh watch because to me, even though this is funny because I'm the guy who fucking loves Power Rangers, to me, monsters in you know, people in monster suits, it was just like this just this looks this look very low budget and stupid. You have to that watch was... the the um the third renditions of Godzilla, the millennial ones. Because yeah. they're, they're more CGI and all that stuff and they're they're very serious. If I watch to the first two renditions, which are silly, I'm sure. I'm sure if I watch the most modern ones, they'll be good. I also like. I watch the special, no, not special features on there. I want to see the special features on there, but I watched some videos from YouTube and they told like some of the stories that were back then, and I was like, what the fuck? Like there was something about time travel and aliens and yeah. this and that. It was really out there, or like. Um, Mothra was controlled by the twins, which you know that confused me for a minute, and the, and Godzilla confused me because Homegirl was at where Mothra was at, and I was like, "Huh, how she get there?" And then next thing you know, she's over there. She's like that the surprise scene. And I'm like, "Why is she surprised seeing it?" She twins, Basil. <laughs> and then now I remember the conversation from the video, and he was like, "Oh, you're like third generation, and all twins." And she was showing the pictures, and like, yeah, "Okay, mother. so." Like her mom and grandma, they're all twins. So I was like, that's a really nice touch to put mm-hmm. the twins that were um, like the basically the keepers of Mothra. 
So even for someone who doesn't know the whole mythology and everything of Godzilla, and I saw that video, and then I freaking respected and really understood the mythology and the freaking Easter eggs of Godzilla, so made me even cherish it even some more. It, it's it's really well done. You can tell that it's done by people who love the source, and that's kind of the, that yes, that's kind of the stuff that you want. To, to see done like Alita Battle Angel was done by people who loved the source who were fans and the 2017 Power Ranger movie was done by people who loved the source and was fans because mm -hmm. as as a fan myself I saw all the nods and all the little things and the easter eggs they were doing and you were like yes and, and it's sad to talk about that movie this day because there's no sequel to it and there'll be like some reboot or whatever that I hope they just do as well as a service as that movie did because god damn it that deserved more it deserved like a, at least a trilogy yes and i'm so excited to get a movie with tommy in it that would have been great that's all we wanted this movie was supposed to be just a setup for that fucking for that green with evil yes sequel that we wanted and i remember talking to a friend Years before this Power Rangers shit even started, about like, you know, you can make this into a movie. The first movie would be like the origin, you know, the day of the dumpster kind of stuff. And then the second movie, straight all Green Ranger. Yep. The whole five episodes of Green with Evil is one whole movie right there worth. Wow. And then the third movie could have just been the White bringing, Ranger. yeah, the White Ranger, bringing Lord Zed in. Like, you would. You could totally do that whole Green Ranger shit in the second movie. He's evil. Then he turns good. And then he basically, like, can die in the battle. Because in Japan, the Green Ranger dies. Yeah, he dies. Yeah. So you could have it that... Brother. Yeah, you could have it that he dies and he loses his power, but he's not really dead. And the third movie comes and he's, who's the new White Ranger? But then there will be a surprise to people because, you know, for us, we know, like, oh, it's Tommy. But they could do something, recreate it, whatever. And then you bring in Lord Zed, who's an even real threat. And think about a reimagined Lord Zed would be, like, fucking that crazy. That amazing. Because the Lord Zed in just Power Ranger, the movie looked fantastic. They had his freaking brain moving. Like, yes. it was, it was like, god damn it. Anyways, Kaiju over here, 16-bit Kaiju says um if the director loves the source it'll always be worth watching that is very true so damn true that's why spider-man 3 sucks so bad yeah but that was the studio's fault yeah but also sam sam raimi didn't want to do it anymore yeah they just forced him into it he wanted to do seeing me and it probably would have been the shit if they didn't have to force them to fucking throw in Venom. Fucking Sandman. I mean, it was a good story with the Sandman. Yeah, but... Me. It would have been, literally, it would have been Sandman and the... Is it Hobgoblin? He was New Goblin. In yeah. you. New Goblin. Oh. Come on, buddy. Let's go fight him, pal. <laughs> Come on, friend. I'm not your friend, guy. I'm not your buddy, friend. Two-faced goblin? Because he had... Oh, it was so stupid. 
was so stupid. (sighs) But it happened. But it happened. I wake up every day pretending that it didn't. It's okay, man. There's there's a whole bunch of other Spider-Man movies that you can watch to cancel that one out. Yes, I like the Andrew Garfield ones. He was a really good Peter Parker. He was damn good. I think he was a little older, but it it worked. It worked. They it just fucked it up with Electro. <laughs> Electro doing dubstep and all this silly shit. I was like, why? Like he was such he had such good promise, and then when he started doing all this weird dubstep shit, I was like, I'm done. Hey, dubstep was in. Upstairs was in. He was playing the angry, hardcore, deathcore metal, and dubstep annoys the shit out of me. So, would you have been happy if Electro just played angry, heavy, hardcore metal instead? I would have been happy if they stayed with the source material. (laughs) (laughs) Costume and all? Music and anyway. He should have, yeah, some rendition of that. Just, just. Stop changing shit. He just wanted a friend. He did. I'd have been his friend. Been like, zap that soda machine over there. (laughs) Hey, right. (laughs) Thank you. Charge my phone for me. That's always dead. Like Shazam? (laughs) Your phone's charged. Your phone's charged. Your phone's charged. I watched that. that. I watched that again after the convention and, and. Man, After the nine million pictures you took of him. Okay, so I need to explain this. <laughs> All right. Um, so we went to Wizard World Chicago, which this year was not all that. And it was really a downgrade from all the previous years. So they are fucking up. And I think it's because they They're cost a lot. Out. Yeah, they, they the, the tickets always was expensive. But I think now mainly because to be a vendor there is very very expensive so they're losing a lot of stuff so you could tell that they couldn't do much this year but they try to compensate whatever they got so anyways the best thing about that convention in our opinion was the zachary levi um panel he comes out he's doing his talk and whatever and the thing is that it's real cool because he's like i'm not gonna sit down i'm gonna be here talking with you guys all the time and i'm gonna answer all questions so the whole time was him letting people go up to the mic answering questions or asking questions and him answering and stuff like that. And it felt like a like a stand-up, you know? He's very animated, as you can tell from the pictures. So my girl, Rocio, has the camera on her. And I think she has, like, a great eye. And I just, like, go ahead. And she just starts taking pictures, dude. And she's just going... <laughs> so she takes all these pictures of Zachary Levi that I find are really nice. So I just put them up. She took a lot of pictures. <laughs> I, I didn't feel right just putting up like one or two of them. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to put up all the best pictures. ones. That's what a photographer does. They take a mm-hmm. lot of pictures. You pick the two or three best ones. <laughs> and that's the whole point of a photo shoot. You don't put all 90,000 pictures on the, on the internet. Fuck it. Literally, if you click through them fast enough, it's a whole movie. There you go. I did it. Like moving in real time. <laughs> if I could, I'll send all those pictures to Zachary Levi. Like, look, here. Use these. Yes. You animated. Nine million new headshots. Yeah, you animated bastard. <laughs> he was so humble. It was so cool, man. He was, it was nice. Him and I guess Jeff Goblin is the 
in the place of the best thing about that whole convention weekend. Uh, John Travolta was like weird. <laughs> he was weird. He has sex in, with men in bathrooms. That's weird. Okay, well then I guess there you go. <laughs> not that having sex with men is weird. That's not what I'm saying is weird. Having sex in a public bathroom is weird. No matter who you're fucking. I mean, whatever gets you off these days, you know? That's gross. People whatever poop gets in there. Off. Hey, <laughs> look! Poop in there. It reached the hundreds. Jesus Christ. What has it been? Over an hour? I know, right? This is stupid. Ladies and gentlemen, this is so stupid. My computer is like, I can't. I can't wait to build a new one. But don't tell her that. Till. Till who? Who are we talking about? My computer. Don't tell her that I'm. I thought you were talking about your girlfriend. I was like, no, 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 no. She don't. She doesn't want you to have nice shit. (laughs) She doesn't give a shit. She bought her house. She's living her own life. She has a house. How fantastic is that? I don't even have a house. We should all get one big house and just have our own. Everybody has their own floor. Exactly. Get a one house where we all use the freaking key card system and pins and hand and eye things and all that. And everybody has a Wi-Fi password. Yeah. (laughs) It's Shambhala. Yes. Um, so I did want to talk about something serious. Um, I've been seeing a lot of people talking about the new Dave Chappelle. Ah, yes. Um, and I'm not going to watch it. I'm protesting it. I'm protesting Dave Chappelle as a bigot. I've always seen him as, I mean, he's very racist as is, but also to be very homophobic and transphobic as he is. I'm definitely... Um, totally against and with the protest of other people and it's not like a whole of people want to say oh it's some SJW bullshit or you know it's it's some political correctness bullshit because I'm not people that know me know I'm not PC at all like I, mm-hmm. I call everybody <laughs> motherfucker and, um, what he's doing is very dangerous and to not even try to expand or try to learn about his subject material he's being very ignorant which can be very dangerous because there's going to be some fucking crazy cracker that's going to go oh yeah well I don't like trans people either I don't like gays either so the fact that somebody is standing on a stage that gets paid millions of dollars doesn't like them I guess it's okay for me to kill them and that kind of shit happens every day and for people to anybody to say anything about it or try to stand up against him they get you know, made fun of, or they get to sound like they're what they're saying is not valid, and it is. When people start dropping dead, then you'll see that this is a very serious thing. And I really hope that he learns from this. But he's been telling the same jokes for fucking ever, and he's not trying to learn or change. So I doubt he ever will learn. Hmm. So I need to be told what was it that he said he was basically talking about um the fact that trans people feel different um that their body is something like something like that like the fact that they're not they don't feel the right in the body they were born in so he was like well i could be an asian man in a black person's body i'm like that's really not 
the same thing. We're talking about something genetically that happens opposed mm-hmm. to you being a dickhead. Mm-hmm. So, I guess playing like devil's advocate, you know, because he jokes. So, I, I get the joke, but it's ignorant and it's not true. So, and, and for people that also don't know, could take that as truth and then run with it. That's mm-hmm. why it's dangerous. It's dangerous to be ignorant. He, he's on a public stage like that. He's on this huge Netflix special. He had the opportunity to instead enlighten people. And instead he wants to fucking, you know, degrade an entire group of people. I mean, that's not right. You know, that's. I'm pretty sure he would hate if somebody did that to him. I feel you. I see where you're going with. I'll have to watch it again to really, because, I mean, I just took everything he said as one joke. There were some things that really, like, stood with him when it comes to the whole, like, people are very sensitive, especially when it came to like digging in your history or whatever or something, something, something. Um, I saw the, the I, I see where you're going with the whole trans thing. He's saying they don't like him at all. And then he made that one joke about like, you know, being different within your body. But I see it as jokes. And the man is like edgy in that way. But I can see why it's 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 a touchy subject, you know. He was he was mostly talking about how he couldn't say the word, um, how he couldn't say the word. He had his meaning, okay. It was about the Chappelle show, and they said like, uh, uh, "Dave, you can't say the word, you can't say the word faggot." And he's like, "Oh, okay, no problem." But a oh, quick question for you: How come I can say the word the N word? And he says it. How can I can say the N-word, but I can't say the word faggot? And they're like, oh, well, Dave, because you're not gay. And he's like, I'm also not the N-word. And I think that okay. transcended yeah. into the whole freaking, you know, how he says that, 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 and that how the, the, the LGB or the L, I always get the letters LGBTQ. messed up. LGBTQ. Yeah, how that community really hates them. And then he goes into the tangent about that right there. And and speaking, and I, I want to say that before my mind gets away from the thing because speaking of trans in the wrestling world right now, there's this one independent wrestler talking about how there's this one uh, trans wrestler in the new organization AEW, and how she is going for the woman's title, and he's talking about like, okay, well this is kind of messed up because. You know, it's supposed to be the woman's title and you got uh, Nyla, yeah, Nyla Rose competing for it. And, you know, that's kind of blah, blah, blah. And he's just getting this super, super backlash from everybody. But like, like you got, you got, you know, you have no say in this. And, you know, this, uh, she's a wonderful woman, woman. She deserves the right to go for the woman's title and blah, blah, blah. But this guy is like literally like standing his ground about like I think it's bullshit that they have this former man who's now a woman going for the woman's title. So there's 
bad things going on right there in the rest of the world. I can see that in a in a form of genetics. <clears throat> and they talked about that with the the woman like that that was in the MMA, and she has a genetic advantage. And I totally mm-hmm. get that. And I don't agree with it either. In in the, in the sense that that is kind of an over advantage. Um. I'm not saying she shouldn't be able to compete and all that kind of stuff. I'm just saying, like, it it is an, an advantage, you know, that men are typically stronger genetically. So see, that's that's a topic that even Dave Chappelle brought up in his in his standup because he talks about how there's, you know, all the women in the WNBA uh, should be getting paid as much as the men in the nba and he's like well then you want to throw a woman have her go into the nba and like you wouldn't want that right or have a man go into the wnba wouldn't the advantages be different basically his opinion uh, basically his what he's trying to say like what you're saying like right. they'll have advantages over over each other and i see that too with i see that i see where he's going with it but i feel like it's such a hard i'm talking about the wrestler feel like it's such a hard like attack to go at someone like that i feel though personally me in the wrestling world kind of thing there shouldn't be a division kind of thing you know what i'm saying like i don't either i think that they should like they do with weight classes and stuff as far as fighting they should put people that are equally advantaged against each other exactly just all sexes all non-sex just everybody just freaking yeah. wrestling wrestling and there there are promotions like that and i've been to them especially here in freelance there was a female who became the champion and lucha underground they had a female become a champion as well and they just it's just there's no woman there's no men division there's just wrestling there's just one division and everybody competes right. against each other and i i'm highly for intergender wrestling and these p pe- and these guys who wrestle women they get attacked too because they're like oh you should go you should go easy on the woman he's like no fuck you these people work hard as i do they yeah. can take a beating and they don't want me to go any easier on them either we are equals in the ring so if i take equally, a bump if you're equally advantaged against each other you have the same amount of fighting ability, the same amount of strength, the same weight class, then it shouldn't matter what gender or sex that you are. Mm-hmm. I think the the thing that what people are saying, and which I agree with, is ge- the genetic advantage. But if you get away with, you know, get rid of, you know, gender classes and then just put classes, like weight classes and strength classes, you know, then it doesn't matter. Then you get yeah. rid of all of that altogether. Then it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, if I, it's heavyweight going up against the, another heavyweight, it doesn't matter. You know what their genitals are. Somebody's gonna get their ass beat. <laughs> exactly. We're all we're all one. I I'm 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 not saying for guys to go out there and start you know having fights with women. I'm not saying that. Oh, I'm just I'm just saying that in these classes, say like boxing was just. Uh, it didn't depend on gender it was just weight and classes and skills and shit like that that's that's all that should matter Mm -hmm. I don't think it again I I get what they're saying but 
if you get rid of, you know, gender stereotypes and, and all that kind of shit and gender classes of divisions and it doesn't matter. Just put mm -hmm. people up, you know, if you're a welterweight, go against another welterweight. So reverting back to the Dave Chappelle, I see where you're going with. I never got a sense that he's just attacking them. I got the sense that he's joking and he keeps saying that he, you know, he loves the people and he actually, you know, they always say he has people, he knows people within that that community and stuff like that. So it's not his it's not his first job and it's not the first thing he's ever said. And I mean, there's all his other comedy specials where he's said something very transphobic and where he, he says things that can be taken out of context or things that can be used and, and misused to advocate hate crimes. And that's my point mm -hmm. is that what he's doing and saying can get people hurt or killed. And I don't see that as a jump to conclusion kind of thing. It's that's the way that the world is now. His people can go, oh, he doesn't like him. I don't like him either. Let's kill them all, because there are crazy fucking people like that. That's why we have such bad mass shootings and things like that because these people are not okay up here, and they get these ideas in their head, and they think it's okay to kill a group of people. It's just crazy how people flip. Like, what's the point? What's the pro what's the problem? Someone's a different color. I'm I, I don't like you. Some someone is not uh, someone is a man but acting like a female. I don't like you. Someone was a man and is now a female. I don't like you. Someone was a female and is now a man. I don't like you. You know what I don't like? It's not who you are but what you are. Or is it the other you know, like, okay, you're you're transgender. All right, cool, whatever. But if you're an asshole, then you're a fucking dick. You know what I'm saying? Asshole. Yeah. It doesn't matter if genetics or um genitals or whatever if you're an asshole you're a piece of shit whatever then you're a shitty person you know the the type of person you are is what should matter and yes um you know to to go back to the whole the mass shooting things these people are fucking crazy regardless and they need help mentally and they're not getting it and they have these radical ideas and ideologies and they get a gun and then somebody's gonna fucking pay the price and the fact that, you know, there are so many people have these huge egos and they're entitled and they think that, oh, as Americans, we should get this, this and that. Well, that doesn't give you the right to go in a room and kill a bunch of people. Nobody has no. that right. Nobody. Nobody at all shouldn't go in and kill a bunch of people. And you know what? <laughs> I know we're, we're talking real serious stuff here, but it just brought me, it just reminded me that after watching The Matrix again, they just went around just killing innocent people, if you think about it. Did they did? Yeah, honestly. They completely did. But in the real world, they just woke up, so it's okay. Okay. Well. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was realizing they're just going into the lobby and they're just killing everybody. And I'm like, yeah, the, all those people weren't agents yet, and, and they're all dead now. Those, they were just real people. Yes. They just woke up in their cocoons and they're all bald and naked and they're like, hey, what's happening? And they get all their tubes pulled out. and So it's okay. They just woke them up. Not really. They all died. Yeah, they're dead as shit. So, no, Or maybe 
Maybe we're in the matrix right now. These people are fucking... No, no excuse. No excuse. Nobody has that right. And my mom was asking me. She wanted my opinion on why she thinks that so many people are doing this. and It's entitlement. People it's... think that they have the right to to do whatever they want and that there's no consequence. They don't care the consequences because most of them don't live anyway. Yeah, it's true. And guy, you got into some serious talk right here about why people are going around fucking just blah, blah, blah to people. And there's just no excuse. It, it just becomes like, it's a messed up that at this day and age, it's just like, there's another mass shooting. You're like, well, there goes another one. It's kind of like in... <laughs> It's kind of like being in Chicago where you just hear some noise outside and you're like, well, someone got shot. You know, it's just... You're numb it, to it now and you should yeah. be. That's, that's not okay that we've gotten numb to it. And I'm guilty of it too. I was reading... There was two the other day in the same day and I was just like, okay, what else? What other news is there? Because nobody obviously wants to do anything about it. And that's the sad thing is that nobody wants to do the right thing to make this stop because we have a right to bear arms. We don't, nobody has the right to go in a room and kill people. Mm -mm. So there needs to be some kind of division there. And guy says that he's uh, traveling down to USA this month with his family and is honestly worried a bit about it. I don't think, look, this is how I believe one should be life. We should live it cautious, but never afraid. Okay, I totally believe that we should not live it afraid. We should leave it cautious. We should be, um, we should be aware of our surroundings, of people, anything. Always like on alert, but never afraid, and never let anything stop you from living your life. I'm gonna go head out of town again this weekend, and I always think in the back of my mind, real small, it's like, man. I hope nothing ever happens to us. Uh, I would be really stuck to go out and just enjoy life and then it's something fucking tragic. Because you hear stuff happen to people, you know, tragic shit. But you don't you don't you don't have to live on that, you don't have to think about that and that's something about that. And that's something that I always have a deep conversation with my mom because she doesn't go out so much or she goes out but then she gets like all worried like Oh, I go here and I don't want to go there because uh, this, this, and that. Or she gets worried about me going somewhere. I'm like, look, I'm not going to live my life scared. I'm not going to be afraid to just go to the corner store or go to the freaking store to buy something or go to the park or go to the movies. I'm not going to be afraid to do any of that. I go somewhere and something happens. I'm just in the wrong place at the wrong time. But I want to live my life to whatever I want to do and and live it well and my time comes it comes and i really hope it doesn't come because there's a lot of freaking fantastic movies and shows i want to see <laughs> i want to see kong versus uh, godzilla next year so go to the usa have fun with your family don't worry about anything happening but also don't be like oblivious to your surroundings or anything like that because People are crazy and you just got to be cautious. If you got this little gut feeling of, about an area or about a person, then just go the opposite way. Preach. And to answer Ink Guy, Godzilla always wins. <laughs> <laughs>
you know those two are just gonna like team up against Kedora or Ghidorah again or something like that because they still have the head. Yes. Well, they could do like Mecha Ghidorah. Yeah. That's what I thought they were gonna do with that because all you need is a part of them, like they did Mecha Godzilla. They just had like his skeleton, and they were able to make Mecha Godzilla. Oh, good time to be alive, people. And Bad Boys 3. And Bad Boys 3. Godzilla all day. But Godzilla versus a Jaeger in Pacific Rim. Jaeger. Where we got? Fucking Jaegers, man. Oh, man. You got to see the second one, right? No, I haven't because I heard it was so bad. It, it, it's not god-awful. It had really cool scenes. But... It it wasn't on, on par to like when Guillermo, Guillermo de Toro did it, yeah. But yeah. it was like it had some cool ass fucking fights, especially at the towards the end. Oh man, you just you just wanted so much more out of out of it, and they were trying to like expand the universe with that too because they, it led to like a third one. But you know that it's not gonna happen. It's never uh, gonna happen because that one was so fucked. <sighs> But it was cool, though. I say still watch it because, you know, you saw the first one. Fucking watch the second one and then decide for yourself. Yes. I but thought I bought it. Amazing. Yeah, the first one is amazing. I guess I never bought it because if that, if, if I did, it would have been in our library by now. So. Yes, we have a conjoined movie library in case people don't know. So that's why we watch a lot of the same movies. It's freaking fantastic. It's like I see it as like our own personal fucking like Netflix or Amazon or Hulu, whatever, our own streaming service of all new releases that I end up getting. And you mostly get like like classic release, you know, movies yeah, and stuff I get like older that. Stuff. Like I yeah. got um, Falling Down, which is the movie from 93. <gasps> what? When you got yeah, that? I Recently? Got that two days ago. Oh shit! I love yes. falling down. I do too. I was like, should I buy it? I was like, fuck it. This movie's so good. Yeah, falling down is the shit. I relate with that guy. I so do. <laughs> we all could be Michael Douglas and falling down. If you haven't my, seen Falling Down, oh my god, go watch it. My favorite is the phone booth and the guy. Like he was barely on the phone a minute. Mm-hmm. And he's getting off the phone. He's off the phone. He's walking away. And this guy comes up and he's like, what the fuck, you asshole? Don't you see that there's other people wanting to use the phone? He just pulls out the machine gun and blows it the fuck away. He's like, well, now I've got a border. I'm like, that's some shit I would do. That's why I'm not allowed guns. I'm on too many, too many drugs. I would, I would shoot the phone. Yeah, look, in, in guy is saying, uh, King Kong vs. Godzilla is going to be like Superman vs. Batman. King Kong is going to be like, Martha? Why did you say Martha? <laughs> I know Martha. Oh, falling down. So yeah, we have a con- which which has been fantastic. The little, you know, letting me into that because I go over her house and I can just watch my movies there. It's like, yes. fuck, I, I'm, I'm not... I was like, you should join me. My movie thing, my family movie thing on Google. He's like, "Wow, it's just gonna be a bunch of movies I bought." I'm like, "No, it's not. It's a shitload <laughs> of movies <in> there. <laughs> I buy but movies it, all the time." It's even, it's even, it's even helpful though because it's like, okay, I just bought this. Like, um, Godzilla was helpful because it's like, okay, I just bought this movie, but I'm, I'm over here. Oh, it's cool. I just fucking log into my YouTube here and bam, I can watch it right here, right now. 
Exactly. I don't have to be home. And if you had like a Chromecast or something like that, you could take it to work or to your girl's yes. house or wherever. That's, that's what I'm going to get next because um, I said that at work. I was like, all right, guys, I need a Chromecast because I could hook us up and we could watch any fucking movie now. I don't have to bring all my shit over here. It's just there. It's the best. I'm like, when I go do dog sitting and stuff, I take my Chromecast and just plug it in, play some shit off your phone. I've got all my movies there. I got Hulu, Netflix. I mean, fucking, we can watch whatever. Mm-hmm. What came out this week? I was trying to think. I, I I was trying to look it up, and I don't know what came out this week. I thought that John Wick came out this week, but it's next week. Oh, my God. You know I'm going to get that. On the 10th. There it is. There it is. There's the other hand. It got stuck in the mic cord. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So Danny said hi, and then he didn't say anything. Then he didn't I, say shit else the rest of yeah, the night. Sleep. Mm, he probably knocked out. Shout out to Danny at the. Uh, it's fantastic. He's good. He's always joins my streams when I. I stream on Twitch, which is nice. Then I have someone to talk to. Yes, always needs that. By the way, her Twitch is right there. Hammer of Venus, everybody. For those listening in and not watching, Hammer of Venus. All together on Twitch. Follow her on Twitch. Watch her play games because she'd be playing some good classics. And she'd be kicking ass. I'd be seeing you. You'd be kicking ass. I do. I put it in God mode and I fuck shit up. There you go. That's how you should do it. Everybody just play God mode. Why are we? Why are we struggling in video games? We struggle in I life. I get it. <laughs> People are always like, oh, "I got to play this on on super hard." I'm like, I put all my games on easy. I play play through them and then I go to the next game. I don't got time to, for all this hard business. Exactly. Life is, life is already fucked up enough. <laughs> exactly. I don't got. I don't want to stress out. I don't want to rage quit. Uh, I want to maybe, a, yeah, thank you. Thank you for the follow. Maybe a little challenge, but not to the yes. point where I'm like, ah. No. Like, I like, like, the stuff that we're doing in World War Z. That's, that's a fun kind of challenge because it's like, if you do this, you get this cool sword. And it's like, okay, I'll play along. But if <laughs> something, I'm just trying to get through the storyline, like Rage 2. I'm like, easy, peasy, god mode. There we go. God mode. God mode. I went through all of Duke Nukem 3D and God Mode, and I skipped two levels just because I can, because fuck those levels. Fuck. I like because he was watching you, and I was doing the stream, and then I wanted to raid yeah. yours when we were done. He was like, she was, he was like, oh, she already finished Duke Nukem. I was like, damn, what the fuck? She's a beast. Yep, done. <laughs> Five different, um, like stories. I did all five. Damn. And then I had started Duke Nukem Forever and I need to finish it because that game is really fun. I but remember. I've, I've been buying a bunch of games. Like I was telling you that I always get games when they go on sale on Steam. Mm-hmm. So I, I get email alerts that I'd be like, this game is on sale. I'm like, okay, I'll buy it. And then I never play it. So I have like close to 50 games on Steam and I probably play two of them. So. Um, I have a lot of games to play there and hopefully, fingers crossed, I'm in the, the works or, um, 
in the know of a PS4 for sale, so I might be getting on PS4. Oh shit, that means you might get Rachel joint with me and LP and possibly even freaking Rocio. Yeah, maybe even Rocio. She doesn't much. She played cool. she played Red Dead with us. That's for sure. Cuz you were supposed to get that on Xbox, but you never did. I didn't because LP. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for him. He's like, I want to play something. So I go like, all right, whatever, man. Let's get this. That. Like, Anthem was supposed to be like a PS4 thing. But it was like, you were like, yo, Anthem on the Xbox. I'm like, fuck it, Xbox. And then yes. I think Scooby already had it on the Xbox. So I'm like, fuck it, Xbox. And I just think about like, oh, don't worry, LP. There's like other fucking games coming out that we could play, man. Don't worry. <laughs> you didn't miss it out. But there is, and I love the Game Pass. It's um, fantastic. Ink Guy says, I'm there to enjoy the story. Fuck it, being so hard that I rage quit and want to stab someone. Exactly. Exactly. I don't. I can't afford the the jury fees and court fees for stabbing somebody right now, <laughs> so I put it on easy. I don't get it, and then I don't get people who like, there was this one dude at work, he's not there anymore, but he was going like, hey man, what's up, man? You played this game? Whatever, it's like, no, 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 I haven't played that. I'm playing this right now. It's like, oh, man, uh, uh, but do you play, like, in hardcore or whatever, stuff like that? I'm like, no, I don't just play it normal. It's like, oh, man, you're a little pussy, man. I got to play like this. And I know that. I'm like, damn, what the fuck? I just oh, like playing so, the damn game. You're so cool. I know, right? It's like, no, nah, man, I'm playing the evil within on Nightmare and blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, cool for you, man. Go collect some more Dragon Ball Z shit. Like, you only talk to me about. <laughs> like, I don't care. Don't have time for it. No, I don't. If it's if it's fun, if it's a really fun game like Duke Nukem or something or World War Z, and it warrants the second play or a third play, then yeah, then you'll you'll go up a level. You you mm-hmm. earn that level up. You don't just do it. Then you go to normal. Then you go to hard. Then you go to super hard. These people that just get a game and they're like, yeah, I'm gonna start this game on like mecha hard. I'm like, you're fucking crazy. And you're gonna rage quit and break your keyboard. You're an idiot. You know, no, some people would play because, you know, most games now, to get the really hardest level, you got to beat the game Yes. to get to that level. So then they'll play get the game. Yeah, beat it and then play it again in the hardest level. It's like, no, I'm not. I'm done. It's a chapter of my life over with. I'm moving on. <laughs> if I can unlock God mode, that's all I care about. Oh, my God. Just go through it. Like crazy, we were we 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 were God mode when we played Left 4 Dead 2 and had the M60s or whatever. That was so fucking great! Oh my god, I just laugh and cry at the same time because I'm so happy. I was all like I am now. I mean, I may not be so verbal about it now, but this Lexapro makes me kind of numb to everything, so. I'm a little bit more at ease. Ink guy says, bought Dark Souls 3, played it for 40 minutes, and brought it back. Yeah, yep. these games are fucking hard. I mean, hard. And it's cool that they have that level of expertise in them, especially like real sword fighting skills and all that. But I'm like, dude, pew, 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 you're dead. Let me go <laughs> to the next guy. Like it reminds me, it reminds me of the other one that's, you know, people always say it's like Dark Souls, <laughs> uh, the Sekiro, 
and how and how everybody was talking about how difficult it is and and tough and you know people proud when they get they defeat someone and I'm like that's great and all and it looks fantastic but I do not want to deal with that at all I do not want to go into something and just be just rage quitting just be just freaking suffering i don't want to suffer when i play video games and i i go for video games with story like fantastic story just go straight through when people tell me about like destiny they're like yeah man i do the crucible and this this and that and uh, i'm getting i'm getting this armor and blah blah and grinding i'm like yeah that's great that you're grinding i don't care i just want to play the story get over here see how this is get a couple things along the way and move on with my life i don't got the time to go so heavy and so deep into something but i know i think maybe the last time or the last game that i got so deep and heavy into and trying to trying to achieve a lot of stuff was left for dead 2 with with rachel and, and scooby and them because we were just like achievement hunting it's like let's do the achievement let's go through this let's go through this uh Let's go through this level with the gnome so we can get the stupid achievement for the gnome. Or let's go through this with just pistols. Or let's go through this with just melees. And we just we just do it. Because that's a game that you could do that. You're just playing the same campaigns over and over again. Do it. And then you do it one more time. But each time it's different. That's why they have all these different modes and shit. Just to make it a little bit more challenging, you know. I don't know if you were telling me to wrap it up. <laughs> Thing keep going. <laughs> wrap it up, B. <laughs> wrap it up, B. <clears throat> now it's coughing my ass off for no reason. But you're good now. I'm good now. Um, I know Ink Guy was saying that he thought he was talking too much, and it's like, no, we enjoy it. We we want the back and forth. <clears throat> But that's the whole point that we have the machine room on Twitch instead of YouTube or something like that. We want the um, the back and forth. We want the conversation. Yes, this this podcast is all about not just us conversating, but you conversating with us. That's what makes exactly. it special. It's not just <laughs> us here. You guys are with us. And the, no, we didn't just start. We I mean, we started this about a month ago. This is our sixth episode. Six. So six. We made it to six, ladies and gentlemen. Woo, woo. Yes. It's not like we're going to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> only thing that could we're cancel on us. Network. The only thing that could cancel us is life itself. <laughs> yes. Because I don't see us like rage quitting each other. You know, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, no. No, you can get ready, man, because they're going to be a Machine Root podcast exclusive fucking uh, stand up specials. I'm working on my set now. <laughs> it's gonna suck. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna need like two people I know, one from work and Brenda, and I just need them in the crowd and, and they'll and they'll make sure that everything sells because they laugh at everything. I find this to be a very therapeutic. Um, yes. <clears throat> this and my my Twitch stream. Um, cause I don't talk a lot in real life unless I know you, but with most people, I'm just, I just can't answer stuff like, yeah, okay, cool. Hey, dinner's ready. You know, kind of thing. 
um but with this i i feel like i really get to open up and and be myself and tell stories and and share my opinions and things with with most people that i never get to do so it's, it's been really great to be um involved with twitch and the community right i'm really enjoying it yes me too me definitely too like I haven't felt this passionate about an online community since back in the heyday of YouTube kind of stuff, you know? Because, I mean, YouTube, it wasn't like it was back then. It's either I'm there with specific people or I'm not. I get no freaking, like, really any feedback or support. Uh, but then I started doing the Twitch again with the help of other other uh, fellow goons who were fellow goons who were twitching and just going at like if you're consistent and just keep doing it then you are guaranteed reaction you're guaranteed a freaking a community even if it's very very small you're guaranteed something and it just becomes like Rachel said very ther therapeutic i had really two long, long freaking days. And I still came home and I was like, all right, I'm still going to give at least two hours before I got to force myself to sleep and play some gaming, you know? And it's also a sense of you want to because you know there's these people who actually enjoy watching. want you to go on. Exactly. You know? And they're and, rooting for you and they're pushing you for doing something that you love. Yeah. And... And the same thing with like, with Hammer Venus, uh, when she's on, I want to watch her as well, you know, and I never was into this stuff at all. I never got like, watching people game for hours. What the hell? That's lame. <laughs> That's why I got the game editions. It's just edited little videos. Bloom put right there, which by the way, go to uh, youtube.com slash game editions. It's, uh, there it is. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> Um, you'll catch most of my uh, Twitch highlights now over there. But uh, <clears throat> I didn't think I would be into it, and now I am. I'll watch Hammer of Venus. I'll watch Rex Mechanics. I watch uh, Braver Soul. You know, it's just the thing that I'm kind of sad about is that I can't spend that much time watching because most of the time people are doing it while I'm working. But, you know, if I can, I'll do it a little bit. I even watch Bob Ross. <laughs> I love watching Bob Ross. I watch him every fucking weekend. <clears throat> I especially like watching him when I'm working because I'll have, like, some shitty mean customer yelling in my ear. And then I look over and I just see, let's 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 give this tree a little friend. And let's give a little <laughs> happy cloud. I'm like, oh, I'm so happy now. It's dope shit. Like, I think you're the one who told me about Bob Ross, and then I looked okay. it up, and, and he was there, and I just realized this guy is the original ASMR. <laughs> like, he's so, he just, so is. just leave him in the background, let him do his thing, and you can do your thing. You're, like, at peace. Let me, let, me, let me clean the room. Bob Ross in the background. Perfect. I remember we used to watch him back in the day. I don't know if he had passed away already, but it was, you know, mid-90s like that, and... Uh, he used to come on PBS Mondays at 1 p.m. Mm -hmm. So during, like, uh, summer vacation, you know, you'd sleep all day. I would make it an effort to wake up by 1 p.m. to watch Bob Ross. I was like, we have to watch him. 
So it's great to see, you know, like he's back, even though they, he's gone, but he's back. <laughs> In a he's way. back. He will never die. Hey, Inkai, thank, thank you for coming through. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for supporting us tonight, and we definitely will support back. Um, yes. So thank you, and have a great night. If you're going to bed, I assume. Uh, sweet dreams. Oh, damn. Speaking of sweet dreams, which this wasn't a sweet dream, but I had a dream. It was weird. Let's see if I can remember it because I usually don't. It's just pieces. It's just bits and pieces. It involved the kid. Okay. It involved him looking for somewhere. He was looking for like a home. Let's just say he's looking for a home, a place, you know, a place to be welcome and to have his own, you know, with people that would accept them and love them and stuff like that. And he's searching everywhere, I guess he was. And the find the like the last resort was an orphanage and he couldn't find what he was looking for. So I think he just went ahead and painted like this house on his face blue. Blue. Your your typical kind of house kind of thing, you know, the fucking the steeple, whatever, the roof, blah blah. And then I think he went to like a rooftop and just jumped off. And I think I woke up after that. But I know there was more to it. But I was just like, what the fuck was that? An experimental, I know, it was like an experimental, existential, kind of artsy kind of dream. That that sounds like one of those student, those little short little student films. That's what that sounds like. Yes, exactly. I just had prime gold in my head that I should have just went out and fucking like, hey, kid, come over here. All right, now run over there. <laughs> Film this. Run there. Run there. Now paint this on your face. <laughs> that would be really cool, actually. You should do that. Yeah. It was weird. Came out of nowhere. I don't even know. I was like trying to like dig deep. Like, what am I, what is my mind trying to tell me? <laughs> Am I that kid? Am I looking for a home? That's I deep. That was very deep. We're deep in the machine. What does it all mean? <laughs> what does it all mean, Basil? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I didn't need to do that. I meant to do something else. So, where's your computer at right now? My computer is looking at us. <gasps> computer. Computer is fine. It's good. It's finally up. And going, the fucking Skype works, and yeah, that was that was sucky. That Is was your sucky. arm tired. Do you want to like go to switch to your computer? No, no, I'm good. I'm I'm still okay. So good. It's, it's all good. I, you know what? You would I, now that I, now that I think about it, I, my arm doesn't feel tired. Maybe because I have this like arm resting right here, and I'm just yeah. just chilling, just chilling. If I held it up, then yeah, I think I'll be tired of shit. There you go. I'm just chilling. <laughs> it's Wednesday. We're in the Machine Room Podcast. I hope you guys join us every Wednesday night now and keep the party going. Forever. Forever. And remember, you guys are always part of the conversation. So always ask us anything, throw in anything. You're here. We're here for you. Um, if you want to know, if you just want to know what Rachel had, for breakfast this morning. Go ahead and ask it. Ask me. Ask her anything. Don't ask me because I'm going to be like, 
fuck you. I had no breakfast. I had to go to a damn class at work. <laughs> Imagine what being did there. I have for breakfast, actually? I had coffee. <clears throat> there you go. Breakfast of champions. Yep, coffee. <laughs> um, Cafe Verona Starbucks coffee, to be exact. It's delicious. It's my favorite. Shit. Shit. I had. Oh, I did have Egyptian food. I had Egyptian chicken tonight, and it was amazing. That's right. You mentioned that, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yesterday? I think you mentioned it yesterday. I was like, Egyptian chicken? Oh, I waited all. I, uh, yeah, I was preparing it before we streamed last night, and then I let it marinate all day and then uh, bake it. And then put bell peppers and shit on it. Is this really like chicken from Egypt or what's going on here? It's the marinade. It's the kind of spices and stuff you put in the marinade. And I mean, you could use the marinade on anything, but it just happened to be used on chicken. And it's really good. I, was, I should have took a picture, but we fucked it up. We were like starving with, by the time it was ready. Shit. Yeah, you know, this day and age, just almost eating with our hands like barbarians. Oh shit! This is good. It's funny because my mind just went somewhere. It's the connection. It's like you know, six degrees of Kevin Bacon, but it was like Egyptian, and then I was like Egyptian, the mummy, and then I thought about how today they were watching Titanic in the break room, and everybody was all into it. And for some reason, these motherfuckers, some people thought that Billy Zane. Was the one who played Emotep in the Mummy? I'm like, no, that's not him. That's not him. <laughs> he was not him the guy at all. That was uh, one of the bullies in um, Back to the Future. I guess he was. <laughs> he was the tall one. Then there was 3D. Ooh, 3D was my boy. Yeah. And then when the one where he was like, it's all evil, you know. Um, after they go back in time, it's all fucked up. Mm-hmm. He was the Part one two. in the cowboy hat. Yep. But he was nowhere in three. Nope. And that's my favorite Biff is the cowboy one. Mad Dog Biff. Mad Dog. That's my favorite one, man. When he shot Homeboy and then he looked at everybody, he's like, <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> what was the guy's name that played the mummy? Oh, I don't know what his name is, man. He's always emotive to me. I remember he was in the G.I. Joe movie. That's all That's all I remember. He was? Yeah, he was in the first G.I. Joe movie. He played Destro, I think, or something. He played the mummy in the mummy. <laughs> the mummy did. The cast of the mummy includes Brendan Fraser, Rachel Weisz, and four uh-huh. others. And four that's others. it. <laughs> that's all you need to know. Bunch of nobody. His name is Arnold Vosloo. There you go. Where has he been? He got old. There you go. Look yeah, at Kaiju. Kaiju, Kaiju knows everything, man. You just ask him. Smart motherfucker. Or he probably Googled it too. <laughs> Either way. Either way, the answer's there. Google answered it too. We have the answer in the machine room. <laughs> Either way, it wasn't. Freaking Billy Zane. Billy Zane. Billy Zane was the Phantom. Yes. Everybody always says that. He's going to always be known as the Phantom. He was great. He wore purple tights. It was amazing. 
Billy fucking Zane. He was also the demon. Who's Odin Fur? Oh, I don't know. You mean the the guy guy from Blade? He was Zartan in G.I. Joe? And who was Destro? That's right. That's right. You're so right. No, Destro was... No, no, Koba. Koba was um, Joseph Gordon. Look, I don't care what people say. I like the G.I. Joe movie. The first one or the second one? The first one. I don't think it was. <laughs> Destro oh. was the ninth doctor, yeah. He's talking about the guy from Deuce Bigelow. The guy with the long hair that was in The Mummy. Ah, uh, he fishy, fishy, fishy. He fishy, fishy. That guy's fishy, great. Fishy, fishy. That guy should do porn. <laughs> he probably did. He probably did. He probably did. I don't, like, I don't like dudes, but I would totally watch this dude smash. <laughs> but he got to go like, fishy, 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 fishy. <laughs> and he was in Resident Evil. That's right. He was. His hair was cut. Yes. I remember now. That guy's great. They killed him. He sure did. I love it. He was great in Apocalypse. I don't think I've seen that. The one when they're in the desert, they have to go to Las Vegas. That's all fucking sand dunes. Oh, Resident Evil Apocalypse. Yes. Okay, okay, yes, I did Look. see that. I saw all those. It didn't matter. Aloe Vera. Which one was Carlos? Oh, shit. You guys are name dropping, and I don't know who these people are. <laughs> oh, dead. Without looking. Kaiju say Odez in a TV show for CBS. Oh, nice. I have to watch that. That guy's great. Blood and Treasure. It's like Uncharted with a couple. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. Okay. It's shows that exist that I don't know that exist. They probably have a whole bunch of seasons. You're like, who the hell is watching this that is still going on? <laughs> like Suits. I found out today Suits is in like season nine. I was like, I thought they canceled that shit years ago. <laughs> Holy shit, really? That was I'm surprised too. It was just like um Burn Notice. That show kept going on this forever. Just kept fucking going. Like, <laughs> like who's who fuck watching watches this? this? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't I've never seen one episode of Suits. I've never seen what's that other one everyone wouldn't shut up about? Game of Thrones? Yeah, I never saw it either. At least that one stopped. At least, yeah, that one, it went end. I heard the ending was shitty though. Eh, yeah. People were mad about it. Mr. Robot is amazing. I love that fucking show. I can't wait for it to yes. come back. I've only seen the first season. Oh, it's so good. I it's have like to keep Fight watching. Club it. with hackers. Oh, it's fucking fantastic. Oh, and I, I, I need to watch the rest. I just forgot and keep going on. <laughs> Christian Slater, you know, that's that's the one reason. That's the one reason why I was all into that. I was like, what? Christian Slater? I watch anything with Christian Slater. There was this one show that he did on Fox, and it didn't last, sadly. But, fuck, what the hell was it called? He was a boss of a company in it, and he was hilarious. It was a comedy show. Oh, wow. But it didn't last long at all. I never heard of it. Crap. I he, forgot does, what um, he does a voice sometimes on Archer as himself, and it's so funny. Really? 
Yeah, it's Smart like boy, him as himself if he was in the CIA. It's really Chris, funny. Christian Slater. There's, there should be more love Christian Slater, damn it. Christian Slater, everything. That was my whole purpose of that song. Big ups to Christian Slater. I'll just be more love for him. Let's see, because I think I downloaded the Wasn't show when it was you on. you started your podcast back in the day? Was it? Because the turn of the volume? Yes. Yes, I did. You're right. You reminded me. I did. That I movie. I'm listening. That movie. And if you guys never seen it, Pump Up the Volume is... Great fucking movie. Fantastic. Christian Slater and uh, what's Homegirl's name? Samantha Mathis. Yes. Great movie. And then they both teamed up again in Broken Arrow, which I love that movie too. But yeah, Pump Up the Volume is, is a movie that I should have on fucking Blu ray. I think. We should. We, should. we need to add that to our video library. Hell yeah, I'll be like, you know what? Fuck it, pump up the volume right now. I'm just going to watch this in the background. And then it's going to make me want to freaking podcast all over again. Right now. Yes, right now. But that guy did it like, like, you know, he did it by himself. So he just like, he has to have this passion. Like, yeah, I'm just going to go on the mic and I'm just going to fucking speak my mind and blah, blah. And that's why I did stuff like Overtime with Naz. Ever watch Airborne? Kaiju asks, have you ever watched Airborne? It sounds familiar, but I can't think. I can't put my finger on what it is. I can't either. I'm going to say no. Nine. <laughs> Nine. I'm trying to see if I have this damn show here. Rollerblading movie with Seth Green. Um, No, don't think so. I've seen him in real life, though. That guy's tiny. I didn't know. I just found out, like, either today or yesterday. Seth Green was in the It. Was an original It. Yeah, as one of the kids. Child star actor, yeah. When he was I kid. had no idea. He was a dick in that movie. No idea. He was the one that was afraid of werewolves. <laughs> Little bitch. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> You were supposed to be the funny one. I'm still here trying to find this show to try to remember what show it was. Which I probably could just look up freaking Christian Slater and it'll tell me Big up. what show it is. Jesus, I got a lot of movies on the computer. Now you have more. He wasn't a movie Very Bad Things, though. I don't know if you remember that one. I don't remember. And the name sounds familiar. Yeah, it was a movie called Very Bad Things, and it's basically one of those typical, you know, hey, we're at this bachelor party. Oh, shit, there's a stripper dead. Uh, now we got to do something about it. I was telling um, this girl I've been talking to about communion. Because we were talking about scary alien abduction movies and she was talking about the fourth kind i was like if you like the fourth kind you're gonna love like i'm an adult and i can't watch that movie fuck that after all these years i first saw that movie in the early 90s if not late 80s and i still sleep with the door closed you gotta all right so speaking uh since we're on that okay i found what the show was and i'm gonna show like 
a clip of it or just like show him in it. But um, I know every time you mention communion, I always mention fire in the sky and how much that freaking movie scared the shit. I mean, as a kid, my mom, look, my mom was crazy about alien still is alien still is loves aliens crazy. She always wanted to get abducted. So I had to grow up with a mom who loved watching alien movies and then watch these movies that are like based on a true story. And then I watch a movie called fire in the sky about a guy who gets abducted. And then when it gets to that scene abducted, it is the scariest shit to a little kid. You're like, I don't want, I don't, I don't want that shit to happen to me. When I watched it. The difference between that movie and communion. I can watch fire in the sky now. I can watch and be like, okay, those, the aliens kind of look like weird old people. Yeah. It's not as scary now as it was when I was like 10 and it scared mm-hmm. the living fuck out of me. Like, literally, like, scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Communion, I still can't watch to this day. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that department too because uh, just thinking about communion, I do not, I the images in my head, I don't even want them in my head. When Fire in the sky, I watch. In the fucking room, my heart skits every fucking time. I'm like, yeah, Fire in the Sky. I watched again as a an adult, and I was like, "This is pretty freaking cool movie. I can I can take this right now." A communion. I remember what it. I remember some scenes, and I'm like, "I can't." My mom even had the book, and it just had half of the, the fucking alien too. face. I have the book, and I can't read it because the cover. I can't get past the cover. Yeah, like fuck that. Fuck um, that. They had it like the library here they have a a free section so it's like people read a book and they'll give it away and so it's it's right and you go in the door and it's right there and i just walk in the door and i saw that face and i was like motherfucker (laughs) and so i took it i just instinctively took it for some reason so i have it and i've never read it and Mm. i have one of the sequels too and it has a, a face like that on it too i've never read it and i have the movie and i can't get past the opening credits because the fucking music's so scary so I think what you're doing is just taking it so, and you're taking it and putting it out of fucking like burying it. Yeah, yeah. you put it, you're burying it somewhere. It's like I'm Nobody taking all these. <laughs> exactly, you're trying to save the world from it. Um, I feel you on that. And I I'm writing a book too. It's my first book that I want to write of many. And it's about alien abduction. And it's taken me years because I'm such I'm so afraid of the subject material that I will be writing about it and I have to stop like for months. I'm like I can't I can't put my mind in that place. And then when I do, I can only do it for so long because mm-hmm. it is such a legitimate fear for me. Even though, you know, to most people it's an irrational fear, it's still a fear. It's still something that Especially when I lived out in the country, you know, I had to cl- have all the windows closed and not the door fucking bolted. I was, and I was like, they're still going to get in. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> and uh, it's really hard. And I most of the way through the book, I think once I finish it, the other books that I have in mind are going to go a lot faster because I'm not scared of what I'm writing about. But it's it's a challenge to me. And the fact that I'm writing about it is like trying to overcome my fear and then I think hopefully that when I finish it, I'll be able to watch communion again or read the book. I don't know. We'll see. You're going to finish it. It's going to be a New York Times bestseller. They're going to get the movie rights. They're going to make the movie. And then you're going to be like, I can't even see this movie. I can't see my own movie. But thank you for making it. <laughs> 
that the whole movie has to be shot at night and I'm the executive producer and it's going to be scary as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I'm still going to do the machine room. <laughs> <laughs> Live from the fucking red carpet. All right. So exactly. the show, the show was called, what Christian said, it was called Breaking In. Oh, I heard of that. Yeah. And it had one of the guys from the whitest kids, you know, I think that's who he is right there. There's other guys somewhere and there's, uh, there's Slater right there. Oh, yeah. Show your face, I Slater. Remember, I remember when that show came out. I was Look like, good for him. Look at him, sexy beast. All that hair. Oh, Mr. Cool. Always the guy's, all that hair. Yeah, he does. The guy's the pin, epitome of cool. Like, you know what? You know what would be the shit? If, like, John Wick 4 and they get Christian Slater to show up somewhere. <gasps> How you know cool would it was, be? He was so cool that in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, he was like, I'm going to use my actual accent. Fuck being <laughs> British. I'm so cool. I can just be me. And then and then, Kevin Costner was like, you know what? Me too. Fuck British accent. <laughs> You're right. Them? I never thought about that. I never thought about that. And they had Brian Adams doing the song. It's all good. He's Canadian, though. Yeah. See? So he, he could have been all Canadian-y. <laughs> I can't oh, watch the shit. end credits when that song comes on. I'm always like, press stop, press stop. I don't want to run at him. Christian Slater is so damn cool. But yeah, if you haven't seen Pump of the Volume, totally watch it. It's a great fucking movie. It Christian is. Slater. And- Another one is True Ro- uh, True Romance, mm-hmm. one of my favorite Christian Slater movies of all time. And Heather's. Heather's, yes. Oh my God. If there's anything, if there's anything that defines Christian Slater, it's, it's Heather's. Heather's. When he, for no reason, dyed his hair black. <laughs> He's just all crazy as hell. <laughs> oh snap! But I should say that this has been a fantastic Wednesday night. Fantastic Machine Room podcast. I think we should call it. I think we should call it. It's been great. Kaiju, thank you for coming through. Danny D, thank you for coming through. Uh, Ink Guy, thank you for popping in. May you be uh, sleeping very well. But it is not the end because I do want to throw in a couple... um, A couple... I don't want to say a couple minutes, but... Uh, I want to throw some time gaming. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we're done with the podcast, but we're going to come right back. Right back. I'm going to go pee. Yes, I had to pee too. (laughs) The longest. So this is the end of the Machine Room Podcast. I'm Nastradamus. This is Hammer of Venus. And we are so happy that you came here tonight. And if you're listening to us on Spotify or iTunes or anywhere else, Thank you for listening to us. Six episodes in, and we are still just starting. Going hard. Yes, that's right. But you should really be joining us on our Twitch, twitch.tv slash Machine Room Podcast, because you could be part of the conversation, and right now you could also enjoy us playing some video games. Yes. So and Don't forget to watch Pump Up the Volume and Communion. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. It, watching the other way around. Yes. Watch communion and then watch Pump of the Volume to bring you down from shit in your pants. Mm-hmm. And if you're Rex McKinnis, watch John Wick trilogy. Yes, everybody watch John Wick if you've never seen it. Because as I always say, if my mom liked it, then it's a good movie. Exactly. <laughs> John Wick. Danny D wants 94 more episodes, so we're going to give you 94 more episodes. We're going to hit 100, damn it. You're going to get 994 more episodes. That's right. Until we run out of triple digits. <laughs> four digits. That's what's up. Yes. We'll be right back, you guys. But thank you again for joining us. If you're listening, if you're watching on YouTube, thank you. We love you guys. Uh, please send us any questions that you have at ask at machineroompodcast.com um, check out our website machineroompodcast.com lots of fun stuff there I'm adding all the shows there all the links to all of our uh, downloadable podcasts so we're constantly branching, learning um, getting bigger, better so we love you guys and we couldn't do it without you yep couldn't say it, but, <laughs> couldn't say it better myself Awesome. Have a good night, guys. Peace out.